right, all right. Welcome, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Box Lunch. You don't know, says Cash, right? Yeah, you don't know ID content. Yeah, and for those who tune in for the first time, make sure to follow the page. You don't know Box Lunch Pod on Instagram as well as Twitter. And today, don't worry, guys. We have a very interesting show again for you guys this week. very interesting show again for you guys this week today we will be speaking to the cast members of sprinter as well as the director himself who we have here right now storm salter so, so, on, boss welcome man i'm good bless up bless up, bless up. Bless yeah. up. thanks again for coming on the show today boss um how you stay where you there right now jamaica yeah i'm in jamaica i'm at home right now um nice Let me say you're coping with COVID. Yeah, you know, trying to um, make the best of it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, so for those that are tuning in, um, as I mentioned, we're interviewing today Storm Salter. Um, Now, for most of us, um, Storm is the director for um, Sprinter, um, but I'm sure everybody else will remember Storm from Get Alive. Uh, which is a very, very powerful and, and important. And better must come. Not better, better must come. Wow. Yeah, better must come. Very, very important. Which <laughs> covered um, the 1970s, uh, you know, what was going on in Jamaica at that time period. Um, and our, some would even say our civil war. Um, so, you know, it's an important story for us to tell. Um, interesting enough, I was just watching it just a few weeks ago. Um, so, yeah. So, this movie, Sprinter, you know, has been doing really, really well, Storm. You know, congrats. Um, yeah, love the story. Um, for those who don't know, Sprinter is available um, on Netflix. Um, for the Caribbean and Jamaica, you know, sometimes one is not available. Um, also, Apple TV, um, Amazon Prime, um, Google Play Store. Now, this movie has won quite a few awards since it's coming out, um, which include the, audi- the audience and best director and Grand Jury Prize at the American Black Film Festival, the Jury Prize at the Pan-African Film Festival, and the New Visions Award at the Bahamas Film Festival. So, you know, a really, really great uh, show. So, Storm, uh, but just to start, why did you choose to tell that story? You know, there are so many stories you could tell. Why Sprint? Well, a few things. Um, I knew that the world was interested in sprinting out of Jamaica in, you know, Jamaican sprinters have been dominating um, in that, you know, in, in track and field and in being the fastest people, you know, on the planet. We've been that for a while. So and I just knew that, A, the world knows this. It's something they're interested in. B, um, sports and like sprinting in particular, it is really like almost the simplest sport who's faster it's probably the first thing you do yeah yeah Can you ever do is who can get from here to there yeah. first better we can beat it that's all <laughs> right it's, it's universal and it gives you a good opportunity to tell a story about things not on the track and to like mirror you know the character's emotional state on and off the track you know what i'm saying so yeah. what is happening 
in real life affects your performance on the track, which is very true for athletes. So just in terms of telling a story, it's like a really rich space to now go in and talk about family and um, immigration issues and, you know what I mean, coming of age and all that stuff. You know, you can, yeah. it's like a rich world that I can then fill up with all the characters and emotional things I want to explore. Mm, yeah, yeah. I also like the fact that um, the same thing that you're saying, um, the world is from bold coming up, you know, we're the spring capital of the world, but also you included something that's really important that affects so many of us, um, which is scamming. Uh, you know, you made sure to, um, to tell that story as well. So like literally every Jamaican person can connect with it. Um, another aspect of it that I really like, and it's interesting enough, so we dropped the topic. We asked um, persons on our Twitter and Instagram page, like, what exactly did you like the most about it? And the, the mere fact that the story of a parent going to the U.S. or foreign, wherever, for better opportunities. And so many persons like, yo, that's so true because my mother did cut or my auntie left and whatever. So, you know, that was really, really important. I feel like so many persons connect immediately to the story because that's also you telling their story yeah yeah that that element of it is really what's at the kind of heart of the story and the, the tale of this family and kind of whatever the core of their suffering is if you know what i mean yeah um what the father's battling with the fact that you know akeem is you know getting older going through this growing phase going through this big moment where he's becoming a popular youth and you can see all the ways in which there's a certain type of support that you know would help to keep people grounded and and you know that not being there because of the separation so that is definitely the thing that when we show the film wherever in the world when you see people are crying in other audience which happens yeah. a lot mm -hmm. usually because of that it just kind of hit home yeah. whether they have gone their parents and as Dale will tell you, and even Kadeem will tell you, and Chantal, a lot of, the, a lot of folks have this very exact experience in their own lives. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Funny you said that because uh, we've, we've heard that Dale pretty much lived the life of Akeem in the movie. Uh, did you know about Dale's life before, or how did he even get like casted for that? Because I just feel like that's just such an alignment of stars that you know he lived yeah. the life of the movie how did he even get him on the, the uh to, to um star on the show well um he i didn't know anything about that part of his life until the first audition hmm. that's not what draw me um to him it was seeing one of his videos on instagram and um a, just thinking he was funny, but he also had a very interesting look, and he looked a lot like Kadeem Wilson, in my opinion, mm -hmm. um, who I knew was going to play the older brother. So immediately mm -hmm. I was like, and then I looked at the research, and I saw that um, he used to run track. So we really, that was, you see, there's a few things that we really needed. We really needed an actor that was a runner, or is a runner. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because you can't big form and all that stuff right, so, yeah, yeah. um so that was a big criteria and uh, he didn't have much acting experience um other than what he was doing on social media 
which is a different type of setup. But after meeting him and then hearing his story, and he was like, you know what? Let's take our chance on this youth because he feels like the right person. Mm. He has some key skill sets, and he knows he has a connection to what emotions our character is going to be going through. So, mm. you know, it kind of just came together, just jaw works, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Cause people that think, you know, somebody on Vine or Instagram or some video, but you, you're telling us right now you're straight up recruiting him from those videos. Yeah, and yeah. a few right. years... Go ahead. Yeah, that's where I first saw him was on Instagram. Yeah, a few years ago, something like that people would even think about because... You know, they would think that there are limited ways on ending up on the big screen. You know, <laughs> like 10 years ago, you would have never said, yeah, man, I'm going to make videos fun Vine so I can end up on the big screen. And it's crazy how that's something that is possible right now. Yeah, and it's happening not only here. I mean, in the U.S. as well. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of folks that have, you know, either gotten roles or big positions in media based on just their presence, you know what I mean, and what they build. And I mean, it's been great for the film as well because obviously Dale has his followers that follow him and been following him from time. They love him. They're super engaged with him and what he does. So, you know, they get very excited to like see that as well, you know what I mean? So there's yeah. a lot of little things coming together here and there. The fact that you've seen you know, is in the film and, um, you know, a few things that kind of like, it's like in different ways, they just kind of tick the boxes. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times, you know, it's marketing and like, you just want to get people into the theater to watch the movie. And sometimes they may not go unless you market to them right. And we didn't have no big budget to market, but, mm -hmm. you know, every time they heard something about the film is something else that's like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Storm, to understand a little bit though in terms of your method or process as a director, um, so you have Dale who not any acting experience outside of what's on his IG, and then your other major film, uh, Better Must Come, the lead actor there, um, Sheldon Shepard, uh, I'm not sure if Sheldon had any major acting experience, like but I mean, both actors nail their roles so perfectly. Like, how do you have that vision, or what exactly do you look for to say, okay, Dale, I see he has the potential, or he's perfect for this role, and Sheldon was perfect for that role as a director. Like, you know, what's that method like for you? A lot of it is instinct. Um, yeah, because, you know, when you're looking for someone, or when it when time I get tight, and you really need to find someone you might convince yourself that this person is right for the thing, but your instinct may not tell you, and, and you really have to feel it instinctively. Mm -hmm. um, with Sheldon, for example, when we first shot, because with, with Better Must Come, there's an opening scene where it's like an attack on a political rally. Mm -hmm. right. We had shot that scene first, kind of, a, I made like a short film, kind of, just of that scene, and a couple little things, and that helped to seal up the thing to make the feature and when i shot that opening scene i knew i had these three actors that were going to be in it um and i actually didn't know who the lead was going to be mm. yet. but i knew but this scene that didn't have to really be apparent is three men attacking this thing 
Um, but throughout that process and then being around Sheldon and um, you just saw he had this leader like commanding presence and um, so he just said yeah let's just go with him yeah. and I'm in jail it was a risk but I said yo he has he has a lot of the elements and because I had experience working with not so experienced actors mm-hmm. I felt that I could get out of him what I needed yeah. Yeah. I, as you said it's it's more it's instinct it's feeling you know you're being around the persons that you have access to you're like create no i'm sure you'll you mold and create the part around the people you have access to as well yeah yeah you do you try to there's a few ways you go about it you know he's surrounded by a lot lot of more experienced actors whether Mm -hmm. they're more experienced film locally and stage locally or obviously big international actors and we just made sure that he was always bouncing off of folks that, that really were operating on a certain level and could help him. So, like, I know Kadeem and him really had, you know, a good, like, kind of mentor, you know, mentee energy going on and friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Chantal, I know, was very instrumental in that, too. And everybody kind of, like, helped to lift um, everyone up on this, you know. Another part of it, to be honest, is you have to like will it into existence. So, so your instinct has to tell you that this person can do it. But sometimes getting them to do it or getting there is not clear. But you mm-hmm. have to will it, force it. That is my job as a director. And a big part, I think Perry Hensel said this. Um, I don't remember the exact quote, but essentially, casting is almost the director's one of his biggest jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah them right and you really get the person that brings that character to life or yeah the best version it can be then you're done like more than half the battle yeah you know? but now they're like bling, bling dog was so believable <laughs> it's like bling dog was made for that part <laughs> it's, it's got your appearance but all right so sprinter right you would say as as Jamaicans in the diaspora, we watching that movie, we would say, yo, this movie was made for me. This is a Jamaican movie. However, I know as the director and production and also teaming up with uh, Will and Jada's uh, company, it becomes more than just a Jamaican story. Um, yeah. Was the story a Jamaican story that international people could relate to or was it purely Jamaican and if anybody relates to it, I just saw. What was like the direction? Like? Uh, I'm always making stuff for global, for the world, um, but I'm just wanting to tell the stories in a way that min- don't compromise their authenticity, you know? Mm. There are moments like obviously with casting and finding some international talent that does mm. help to get the film made. You know, but still, okay. the point of view of the story, the importance for the characters, it, I'm always trying to stay true to a thing and I'm, and I'm making it for the world. Like, I ain't making films just for Jamaicans or for Caribbean people. I know that the diaspora, which is in the millions, and Caribbean people, that's what's so great about this being on Netflix in the Caribbean as well as the US and Canada. It's like, it's like the whole, the place plus the diaspora can kind of combine, and that is millions of people. Um, but the goal is always to be like, you could be anywhere in the world and turn on this movie. And you might be discovering a new world, but the themes in it um, 
and the things feel global. And that's, that's what storytelling is. Also, a lot of times the more culturally specific, the more local a thing feels can sometimes be the more global its potential. Mm. Because, you know, there's like, as long as your themes are universal, you know, we're talking about family, we're talking about um, rivalry and, you know, um, you know, quick instant celebrity and, you know, all this type of stuff. We're talking about high school, which most yeah. of us went through. Yeah, all relatable. And I had to deal with all that weirdness of who you like and I like and something go on and you chat it out and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And almost everyone knows that instinctively because everyone has certain levels. So I try to fill it with things that I know no matter where you're from, you can relate to. But then you're discovering a whole new world and language and people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So, one of the questions that we got on Twitter um, is, you know, we have David Allen Greer and um, Richard Gray. You know, they're American. Um, Lorraine Tassan, she's from Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, we are of the view that you, for a movie, you're not necessarily looking for, I mean, of course, certain key parts, like the main, if it's a Jamaican movie or the Jamaican actor, Zine, you are gonna have Jamaica, but they're saying like you know those guys play you have an American and a Trinidadian. Um, we're of the view that you need the best actor and not necessarily the best Jamaican actor. You know what do you yeah. say to persons who felt like the mother should have been a Jamaican actress and the coach should have been Jamaican? Yeah, I mean for me it's like the folks that are gonna have an issue with some other some other like things being not and maybe entirely sounding exactly how you want to sound. Right. It's understandable and those are going to be people that know it on a certain level. Yeah. There are millions more people that are watching this movie that aren't going to think twice about Cars. you know, yeah. Yeah. that. Um, and, but to be honest, as an artist, I would love to be able to mount productions on any scale and, and not have to worry about like how well-known the actors maybe because mm -hmm. on, a, on a creative level i just want the best performance you know what i mean i want the best actors. and i think like we've moved even since the time when sprinter was getting cast and now you know it's been years the world has changed since people are way more used to reading subtitles for example right um and with narcos and with other type of shows people are like okay it's like the power of the celebrity is not as influential, I think. Yeah, yeah. It might be to a degree, but it's not like guaranteed. That's probably only what ten people that you can say, "Yo, you put this yeah, person." The power of people. the story. Yeah. So that's and when we make projects that do well critically and otherwise, it gives confidence to the next person that's gonna be like, "Okay, we trust you." Like find some new talent that's never done a thing yet or someone let's discover someone in this film but we know you're gonna you know give us something so it's like a few elements that as you go along you get a little bit more power and a little bit more sway and um but there is you know for investors and for distribution there are algorithms that tell them that if this person is in your movie yada 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 you know the more people have a seat yeah so that's a, so that's kind of what what it is there um that's it. moving forward so like i can <laughs> like that's a real thing wait wait a minute the algorithm yeah yeah of yeah. course what? Big time. Big time. that's Big time. crazy 
That's crazy. So, all right. So, so Spring Talk, yes, it's on Netflix right now. It's in America. And definitely, you know, the diaspora, don't know me and Ivy love the movie Living Here in D.C. and a bunch of other Jamaicans. But I realize a lot of my Caribbean friends relate to the movie as well. Um, since being up here, I was introduced to Nollywood and you have Bollywood and naturally you have, you know, the American film industry itself. What is the Caribbean film space like? Is it moving in that direction of cohesion? Is there a strong Jamaican subgenre as well? What is the, the way forward where we can, I guess, get more people under our umbrella? Um, I honestly feel like we should look at the... I feel like whichever audience I will get excited about Sprinter, I would like to think that they would get excited about a film that might be from or about people in Trinidad, say, that is as solid and production and story, you know? What, you know like, so I imagine that whichever, whatever numbers would turn out for Sprinter would turn out for other films from the region. And we look at the, the, the market of viewers as a Caribbean, as the, media, the guaranteed immediate market as a Caribbean diaspora like market. And then the goal is to just keep making films that transcend the whole Caribbean space as well and can just stand up there beside any films in world cinema. Um, that's what we want to keep doing. Um, in terms of where the local industry or the regional industry is, there's a bunch of really great directors in emerging in a lot of countries. I know a number of them. A lot of them were developing projects when I was developing Sprinter, many of which have been shot. Folks from Bahamas, Trinidad, um, Haiti, mm -hmm. Cuba, features that have been made um, mm -hmm. that are all solid. You know, uh, we don't, what we, what we need more of, like we had a great film festival in Trinidad one time, but it's not really the same as it was. Um, uh, I was just about to ask you, where do you think the hub for Caribbean films is? Like, I don't is say that Jamaica? We would love to think it's Jamaica. <laughs> I think, I think Jamaica with this project in particular and us tending to occupy a certain spaces in popular culture. I think mm -hmm. on that end, Jamaica is usually is kind of pushing ahead. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. And I think I would say, you know, with Sprinter say and how it's gone and just like where it's at now, that is probably, you know, so in, you know, pushing that bar in a certain way. However, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't say Jamaica is even making the most films. Like we're making some, but like there's some amazingly talented filmmakers in Trinidad making a lot of films, like making a lot so, of short, making, and like really high quality, really good. Um, I sometimes wonder, the thing about Jamaican people is when we have something we know say good, we have push it out, right? So right. for example, there's a great short film from Jamaica called Flight. Um, by Kia Moses um, and uh, Adrian McDonald, I believe is his name. They co-directed. It's a great short, and I tell you, it win everywhere it goes, it win awards, right? And Kia, the writer and um, co-director, is I believe currently, or I don't know what's happening with this situation, but she was mm -hmm. doing got into like the HBO shadowing program where you're mm -hmm. learning on these HBO shows 
Shadow ah. is learning, you know. And that's from one short film, but she and her team pushed that film and it was really good and it won a lot of stuff. And I've seen other shorts from the region that are absolutely on that level, are also amazing. But I don't know if they've made as much noise out there on the scene. Mm, okay. So, uh, so what I wanted to ask, so on that point, what can the government do to develop or push further the film industry? And yeah. also, um, as a viewer, what can we as the average person listening or watching, you know, what can we do as Jamaicans to support the film industry to get there? So from a government level and a viewer level. Yeah, well, starting from the government level, we know what is Jamaica's real natural resource. What's our oil? What's our... It's creativity it's intellectual property it's our it's, it, it's the ideas of the people and the creativity of the people yes, that is yes. what established us that is why everybody know our name jamaica is really originally through the music and the artistry you know therein and also since then still music literature folks like marlon james and his other amazing writers um, yeah. sports as well of course and now film Yet, there's only one performing, there's only one Edna Manley, right? There shouldn't only be one space where every super creative kid or even slightly creative kid has to go to. I feel like the high schools need to have more developed um, creative programs, whether it's in more drama programs, getting into editing, media creation. Is it the same way how with track and field MC, a young sprinter young potential fast youth from grade five or six or whatever and funnel them into the right high school yeah. funneling the kids that show real <laughs> and mm. drive towards creative arts into similar spaces because it's like a lot of people are being forced from through the education system to kind of like choose between these old that's these that's roles. true and you know how much people come out of those institutions not, not really sure where they're going to work. You know what I mean? Sure. Whereas in film, one other thing you need to realize is film isn't just the writer, director, the camera person, the sound person. Like hair, makeup, special effects, makeup, catering, design, architecture, um, costuming, fashion design, um, everything to legal. A whole host of different people that involved with making a film. Everything, all of these, making film, TV, commercials, they, they require carpentry, like crazy skill sets. Yeah. So it's not even like you say, you know, there's so much. So people have so, there's so much skills needed in the industry. We know that our major powerhouses are creative output. So, and we already see what the youths them are do just with Instagram. Okay? Yeah, with the they, hair. And so much yeah. of these, things, right? They're just doing it with a phone in their hand. Now imagine if we were funneling them into schools and programs to really build that confidence and you know they'd probably be creating you know we'd be creating the new things creating the new wealth creating the new apps creating the new you know what i mean yeah I think what the government should do you know what i mean like give the creative industries deserve it give them as much power and and uh, as much like you know building that and then on the viewer side it's important that y'all talk about it and spread the word, but also like write Netflix, 
and tell them how much you love this. And on Twitter, like, yo, this is the first time me see this thing, you know, I see our work yeah. on level, oh, I feel, I feel so proud, like, send that message to Netflix as well, because guess what? Well, I go back to Netflix, because say, yo. Yeah. So uh, all you viewers know, tag Netflix and say, yo, Sprint as the this movie you see yeah, in a long while ever. You can't, yo, when, 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 when we did I watch it, there were so much things I could say, like, yo, I lived that life. I never seen this before. And shows you the power of representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you, a, a movie is much more, you connect so much more to a movie when you can relate to it. And I was like, yo, this is my life. This is honestly my favorite movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I can relate to it so much. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mentioned in terms of where tears are concerned. I kid you not. The moment when as him run through the line and him said, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That was like a powerful moment for me. Yeah, man. Yeah, man it's enough, if enough, if enough times to screen it. You see this movie even when we watch it in theaters and at film festivals, enough balling are going in the, in the, in the room, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. Going up to the QA and people are, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it, it, it hits. And maybe we want also tell a story that tapped into these kind of emotional feelings. Emotional, so right, it's important right. to kind of say it. And that's, that's very true what you say. When you sit on and you hear someone talking or you talk and, and live in kind of a world that you live, not just like a stereotype of what people think Jamaican yeah. all live like, which is very real. You know what I mean? Um, so you see that. It's like you see yourself. You see, you feel realized. Them little thing, that's why I remember high school, it's imprinted in my brain. I remember devotion and I have to sing national anthem. Yeah. And I saw a bunny up outside. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I have to do it. And I said, also, let me just get the national anthem into this movie. Why not? Why not? I mean, national anthem has kept bold. You know, something came up about the prime minister, and I say, you know, yes, yeah, that was, was nice. Yeah, that was very nice. I was like, yo, this, this movie yeah. fire on all cylinders. <laughs> and <laughs> and I mean, we, we did it in a way where like it's champs. The prime minister always give the opening right. greeting, sure. champs. So you know, it's no big political thing. Boom, and it's just like if even just to capture that, you know, in a moment, and just yeah. like, boom all time then you know yeah yeah that, yeah that was good that was good um what i see one of um our our viewers commented just now and saying can we get a slave revolt movie um i would say yo you know what about the bob marley movie or the marcus garvey movie or you mentioned earlier marcus james like uh, um, um marlon james sorry yeah you know i love his novel like you know when can we even get a, a Marlon James movie? Well, I'm currently developing his first novel as a movie, so. Oh, wow, interesting. Nice. Yeah. Okay, okay, nice, nice, nice. Well, so, yes, and then other folks are developing other works from him. Um, a Brief History of Seven Killings has been in development for a long time. He has a, a show connected to a UK company that, that I think might go into production soon. So more mm. is coming um, from from there. And there's a lot in Jamaica. Like, I even just think about the amount of genres of music. Like, should make a movie about sure. 
like you know what I mean? True. Yeah. About, you know what I mean? These men, yeah. in, in, um, and I see. Uh, I'm just seeing in the something I want to add because I'm seeing Shana Chin wrote in the comments. Uh, from yeah. Oh movie, yes. Get better film incentives. We could increase film production in Jamaica. Many countries offer competitive incentives that attract filmmakers with, with tax breaks. Break. Yes, yes. I heard that we lost Pirates of the Caribbean one time because of that reason. This is very true. Um, and I, I know that they've tried to do it. I believe that I've always heard that because, you know, with the IMF and these types of financial arrangements with Jamaica, they weren't allowed to do that. You know what I mean? Maybe now that they've turned a corner there, it's more possible. I know that there is talk about a film fund in Jamaica being made. This is absolutely true. You know, we might know the big difference if you're telling a story, whether we're shooting in Jamaica or some other Caribbean island, but a producer in LA who's doing, especially the bigger the budget goes, if you ever go to this country and whatever you're spending, you're not getting none back. And our next country tell you, they're going to get 30% of what you spend on the ground back. Yeah. It's like easy like, to say. Dominican Republic, all this stuff. You're like, okay, so if I spend a million dollars in Jamaica, it's a million dollars spend. If I spend a million dollars in Dominican Republic, may I get 300,000 back out of it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a easy. very easy decision. Yeah, yeah. Go, better we go there and if we have to fly the actors there just to get the landscape, we do that. And that is how a lot of things happen. Um, so yeah, Jamaican, we'd love to do it, but that is usually, it's usually connected to the country's economic situation and their ability to do it. I would hope that they would do it. I feel like all of this we're trying to change with this push. Mm. We're trying to use it as an example yeah. to hope, yo, this is not just like a Jamaican film, like this film is on Netflix. It's been popular on Netflix since it came out about a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's, the, the, the movement right now is, is very powerful. Yes. Um, would you say the film industry in Jamaica is organized? You think everyone's on the same page trying to get the same thing? Uh, because yeah. I believe with, with the strength of this film right now and the talent and the quality of work that's being put out, as you say, if we are as organized as we would like to think, those things could get put in place and we can get there. So how, how is that scheme yeah. No. Yeah, I'll tell you how it's going. Um, there's an organization, we've gotten more organized. There's an organization called JAFTA, Jamaica Film and Television Association. Mm -hmm. Their social handles are uh, at JAFTA online. And that is where the film industry kind of connects as a group, meets um, opportunities for funding or workshops, etc. flow through that. They also have a program called the Propeller Project where um, they have in, you know, corporate sponsorship and they do a, a script competition where people write short film scripts, send in, they get judged, they get workshop, and ultimately about five get made. Um, that is that short film I told about, I spoke about earlier, Flights was one of those short films. Okay. And, and there's been a number of other ones that are really good. So that is the kind of central space where we connect and through that body is how we communicate with government in a more official capacity. That's what they've been building. Um, okay. I will say that the, the current government has been more open to and seemingly more understanding of the power of this industry. Yeah. 
So um, I commend them for that. And uh, I think we just, I think Sprinter needed to prove a point, like, yeah. see them, right? True, it's, see yeah, yeah, like, it, it can't work. <laughs> yeah, it's enough Jamaicans, you know, Jamaicans are only set of people where I see keeps them keep saying, I wasn't all words were actually really good. I really did not know what to expect with this film. Enough Jamaicans saying that. So it's like even Jamaicans themselves have to build this realization and confidence in the storytelling that's coming out. Yeah. You know, you know, that this film does that, you know? So so how did you get, um, I know Will and Jada via Overbrook Entertainment, they uh, co-produced the movie. You know, how did that connection happen? And is that sort of validation in terms of exactly what you're saying now that the fact that, you know, Overbrook, they produced the last Bad Boys movie and, and, a, and a couple of the last Will Smith last movie, you know, for you to get that validation, what does that mean for the film Sprinter? Yeah, it, it meant a lot. Um, them getting involved, obviously, put a lot of confidence in the project, helped to get the project fully financed. Um, and... Uh, you know, when when the press comes, especially international press, that is the first thing that, that's the first thing that goes, oh, Will and Jada behind this, a Jamaican film? Yeah. Okay. Gets them to look a little deeper. Um, and when the film came out at, at our film festivals and won awards and so on, immediately when the press started to write about it, you know, Will and Jada, Will and Jada, you know. Not so like <laughs> terms of marketing and just the power of their name and their brand yeah. associated with it, we've seen that have a clear impact um, in terms of the type of media that we've had access to or have given us a, 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 a look at. But mm. to be honest, that's what gets people through the door. Once they sit in front of the film, it's all about the film. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really about the film. And that's, that's been a big part of it is them get you know is is as that the power that they bring in in making people pay attention then they're like oh wow okay i get it this is solid you know um so yeah i think that's that's a part of that and um that just happened through connections with my uh producer who had a relationship with overbrook and um oh, them and they read it and you know they they loved it a good moment you know, and they were interested in getting behind certain types of voices, emerging voices, and, you know, so everything kind of just line up again. Yeah. Works, you know? Undoubtedly. That is good stuff, good stuff. But, yo, Storm, I want to thank you. We don't know, yeah, sir, we, we, we got a great insight to the Jamaican film industry. You don't know, congratulations, honestly, on Sprinter. Thank you also. And because... I enjoy that film. I, I watched it about three times in the first week. Um, I share it to all of my friends them. Something for be proud of as Jamaican again, other than music. And, you know, Jamaica is here to stay on the film world. And again, Storm, want to thank you, boss. You don't know. Yeah, anything, any last words? Um, I would say much respect to both of you. The fact that, like, beginning has been driving the momentum of this movie. Yeah. It's people who see it and love it and make sure they have to tell some people how much they love it. Yeah. That is, and that, that worth more than almost anything. You can't quantify the value of that. Absolutely. So, um, thank you guys for doing that and um, yeah. also inviting me and 
the the actors onto this. I guess they're gonna be coming up. Yeah, yeah. Come on, make sure I said Kadima and Dale did it. Yeah, man. When you're ready, man, we'll go for calling them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, everybody else, you probably already know, but if not, it's at Sprint to the Film, Sprint to the Film dot com, and I'm just keep spreading the word. There's almost we're in 40 countries in the African continent. We are all across the world on digital. We're on Netflix, Canada, Jamaica, um, USA, Canada, Caribbean, USA. So yeah, make we just go and push it and build it so that we yeah, can. Man, and, and, yeah, please continue to tell these stories. That that Marlon James movie, like really excited about that one. My yeah, team. man, yeah, man, it's coming. I'm excited about what's happening now and what's to come. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right, boss. Yeah, man, that was Storm Salter himself, yeah. director of Sprinter. Great conversation. You don't know, we got a lot of information where uh, yeah. we never necessarily know about yeah, the film industry in Jamaica. Um, who this? Balling Big Up Yourself Netflix. Yeah, we're about to call in now Kadim Wilson himself, actor. And songwriter, recording artist, what he music himself. Yeah, you don't know if for those who were in earlier that song we're playing, you don't know confidence, a theme tune. Oh, that yeah, oh, yeah, you know, confidence, confidence. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, man. Want to say thanks for the for the support as well, you know, for reaching out. Yeah. Thanks again. I really appreciate the love that I've been getting thus far on the track. So, big up again for the you know, outpour of blessings. I'm gonna give. Yeah, man. Tell him say, oh, boy, I feel like we have to change the intro song. that I forgot be our original, our official intro. You know. Confident. Yeah. But, but we don't know if we have so much money yet. <laughs> but we'll okay. work it out. But you don't know. That's when the old... up on the live, you know. Serengeti himself. The boss, who is the producer of our soundtrack on our jingle as well. But so, so Kenzie, our Kadimo, like, to be honest, are you an artist, an entertainer, actor? What you would have described yourself as? Wow. Um, you know, you know, growing up, I was always um, involved in performing, whether it is in um, acting, whether I'm singing in a competition, um, whether I'm doing the poetry, whether I'm doing, whether I'm DJing, whether I'm, I'm always that person that people would come to um, within the creative space to do things mm -hmm. like um, for short film acting, acting for the stage, mm -hmm. acting for film. Um, those things came to me um, at a young age. The camera has been following me all my life, you know. Yeah, yeah I remember um, doing my, my first short film at 16 and doing my first movie at 18. So, Which movie know, was that at 18? Get Alive. Get Alive, oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you, you're just one of them brothers there where either end up at the front of the class or they're on stage whenever something I go on. Well, you know, technically, because I was, mo I was, I was, I was well known in school. I was the youth that them used to call to do um, prize giving and uh, perform at the various functions from our schools and in church as well. 
you know, the music call upon me a lot of times to make sure I say, yo, we need someone that, that can represent on that level and give the performance that we need. I, I, was, I would always get those calls. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. You could say that. Okay, so, so you mentioned Get A Life, and that was a movie. I remember when that came out uh, a few years ago, I was like, yo, really, really love like those type of Jamaica films. And one of the reasons I enjoyed it as well, it wasn't, I mean, not knocking any other, like uh, Love Shutters, Love Third World Cup, but Me it was too. different. Yeah, you know, it was just different. It's telling a story, like, similar to Sprinter, you know, telling a story that the average person can relate to. What I wanted to ask you, though, like, how did you get that break? Like, how did that opportunity come about? Get Alive? Yeah, Get Alive, yeah. Um, I was... Um, I, I, okay, I, I also didn't tell you guys that I was a known you that used to dance with all right i used to go to excelsior come see scene yeah. and while at excelsior i was introduced to all proficiencies now i heard um storm talking about um colleges in jamaica that offer the performing arts program excelsior come, come see community college offers that program and yeah. while i was doing that program i was introduced to dance music and drama all at once so in my first year, I was um, introduced by a bridging called Orville Hall to yeah. dancing in dance, expression. yeah. dance expressions, mm -hmm. to dance in music videos, commercials, um, all these various things. But that dancing was also a part of what I did. So at the time when I was about to do the audition for Get A Life, I was in Ocherius doing a music video with Chris Martin and Mr. Easy, then they have a song. I don't remember what the song name. I, 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 if, if somebody's hum it right now, I will remember it. But yeah, I was in Ocheria shooting a video for that. And my manager called me and said to me that she has an audition in town for me and she wants me to go. So I'm like, okay. But my dear Ochi. <laughs> so oh, I'm going to reach. But luckily enough, I was there with my, 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 my girlfriend at the time. And she did have a ride, and she just go sub and drive me to town. Zin? Yeah. So when I got into town, I met Chris Brownie at Cinecom. I went to Cinecom. They gave me some, some shorts to read and said, deliver these to camera, and um, that would be my audition. Hmm. So I, when I got there, a few other um, theater, theater practitioners and actors, well-known actors that you would have known, that was the day that I met Oliver Summers for the first time. Oh. And um sat down, them give me the the, 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 the the lines, but I was auditioning for for the lead. I was auditioning for Derek. Okay, okay. Not 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 the role that I ended up. Right. Uh, yeah, the main so I auditioned for that role and it was a crying scene. It was a scene where they needed tears. it was a scene where um it was he was if you know the film, it was a it was a scene where he was talking to me about his mom being shot mm -hmm. and wanting to, to take reprisal for it. And um, they gave me that scene and I <laughs> delivered that scene on camera. And I'm um, crying and everything and he was like, yo. <laughs> Chris was like, yo. <laughs> All right. All right. You're in the movie. You're in the movie. You're in. <laughs> Straight right. But he gives me the script immediately and says to me, um, read the script. And you decide. Mm. 
right? So I'm yeah. like, you decide me, you decide. All right, fine. Yeah. So I take the script, I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna book up on the, char the character Golirat Zane, mm -hmm. which was the junior antagonist in the film. Yeah. And for some reason, it just did resonate with me. It's like, you know, it was it was a youth that, that I was familiar with. You know, I mean, I grew up in Franklin Town, um, mm -hmm. Dunkirk, Del Keller. Yeah, yeah. Um, East Kingston is where, my, where I'm from, so I know that youth, Gullirat, just really sounded like someone that I met before that I knew. Mm -hmm. One of the youth them on the corner where where really want better for him community and better for the people around him, but his circumstances not presenting any opportunities. So, so yeah, and how I got into doing my first film, I auditioned for Chris Brownie. And he gave me my first role as Golirat in Get Alive. Yeah, my team, So, um, so that Get Alive was 2011, and I know since 2011, you know, we were discussing that we've seen you've done extensive local shows and 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 plays and so forth during that time. Um, but the, your next major film is not till 2018. What do you think? we can do as an industry in jamaica to ensure that yo is not every five or six or seven years how, how can what can we as an industry to make sure we have more major film like every year yeah and also like if you were in two of the the biggest movies in the past 10 years out of jamaica do these films just take long for me <laughs> like what well you know uh, yeah you hit a nail on the head when you said them take too long for me because, all right, I did I did four films that people within the film community would know that were popular within the last five years. Mm. Um, that would be Get Alive, Home Again, Destiny, and Now Sprinter, right? Um, in that time, that was the time when the budgets were ready for those films. Okay. When I was doing Home Again... The, the, the persons that were the leads in that film were like Rihanna and Drake and them people. That was the first cast that was sent up eons before they got their budget for the, for the film. Yeah. So the, the, the real, the, the, what I saw, what, what happened in my case was that in my time, in my generation, where I'm alive and, and, and I'm an actor, opportunities came to Jamaica because finally these people got funding they found someone to believe in that dream and they jumped at the opportunity at that time within the last five years we saw a good amount of films being shot get alive home again destiny yardy yeah. also done here as well sprinter was done um james bond came here the other day as well right, right, yeah. uh, um short films that have been shot here um, so the, the, the creative industry is always active and trying to create opportunities in the film industry where that is regarded. Where, where, where that is regarded, but I just think I think the opportunities came in my time because they were ready in my time, and in my time um, I was already a popular actor. Like from Get Alive. A lot of us were a part of that production. And Joseph was another film that happened. Let's not forget Joseph. Right, it was yeah. an African film that Kevoy, who was the lead in Get Alive. Get Alive, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, so 
there are many things happening. There are many things happening. People are just not privy. And I don't think we have gotten to the stage where we have built um, um, the kind of world-leading competitive actors like a, a Will Smith or a Denzel Washington for yeah. our industry to feel comfortable to say, all right, we have bankable um, box office names yeah. that can say, all right, then, um, this money are in and the whole of Jamaica go support it, you, yeah. you know? You would, think, think, you would think that uh, clearly the content is being put out. You think maybe the energy being put towards the promo of it may be lacking where um, that type of the, the, the other movies that being put out should be going to a wider audience or being premiered. Maybe, maybe that is a, 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 a Factor. Because one of the one of the one of the biggest reasons why we don't get that reach is because we don't have the budget. We're not a Marvel Studios. We're not the uh, Universal. We, these 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 films, when they get grant when they get granted for for a release, they get a full theater release. They go into every single theater across the globe, right? With independent film, it's not so easy. You would have to have backers, people that would financially take on that responsibility and people that are a part of your team who necessarily know how to get you on these platforms or get you into these places. A lot of, of what happened for Sprinter depended a lot on what went on behind the scenes. We depended a lot on what people knew about the industry and how to get us on these mainstreams. Big up to Overbrook, big up to Will Smith yeah. and Jay this company, um, Overbrook, and Jamal and them for believing in this idea and this story to want to take it to this um, elite platform. Yeah. It went to um, theaters across the world, but it wasn't, it was theater on demand. You had to call in and say, hey, we want to watch Sprinter, and once it um, accumulates a certain amount of, of people, then you would be able to see the film. Okay. It doesn't happen that way for Jamaican films or films within the diaspora because we do not have the financial backing. I think yeah. thing. And then the fanfare that is surrounded by these films. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily have a diaspora of people that is championing our films until recently, now that we have Sprinter, where we have like a huge collaboration between a lot of giant figures within our industry to make this a reality. We had um, Usain Bolt on board. Mm -hmm. We had Lorraine Toussaint. We had the, um, David Allen. Yeah. We had Yaz. We had Overbrook and Wilson. Yeah. We had so much happening all at once for Jamaica. It was like one of the biggest and the highest dosages of Jamaica that we have ever gotten yeah. in recent times in a film. Interesting. Yeah. Hold that point, um, Kenzik, uh, and I had to sync license it for the film because now my, my song that I wrote, original piece, is now a part of this film. Wow. And now they wanted my recording of that song to be a part of the official soundtrack for that, song, for, for that film. Yeah. Now, this is all happening in real time. Yeah. I can't explain to you how many times in this industry I wanted someone to basically explain to me how this thing works. Right, right. How do you right. get your 
myself into these opportunities? How do you get yourself into into? I just applied myself literally. Just go on audition. Yeah. Not necessarily audition, but for this. All right. If if Storm didn't say it before, let me tell you how Sprint happened for me. Now, this is 2014. I am now getting the Prime Minister Award for Excellence in Arts and Culture. And oh. Storm is at the show. He's watching it. He's in the audience watching it, right? And when it finished, he comes up to me and he said to me, say, Kadi, you know some more for my next film, right? I'm like, all right, this sounds good. I don't know where we're going. I don't know if yeah. he might I don't know. I don't know nothing, right? And just say he would be interested in me in starring his next film. So I'm like, all right, what do we do now? Um, a couple of days pass, and him say, him call me and say, yo, Kadim, McWay, start shooting the pilot for the for the film. Mm -hmm. So this is me now doing this. Now originally the idea was for me to play Dale's part, right? And my bigger brother Sheldon was supposed to play the role that I play, Jermaine. Okay. This is the idea. I'm just releasing that out there because this is what I know is yeah. the truth, right? So, um. I did the pilot with him. Him carry me go wax my face because I had been growing my beard and my and you know all of this hair on my face. Him Generous. So I had to get the hot wax to remove it. Yeah. See? And we did a couple shoots, but my hip, the hairs keep growing back. So each time the hairs grow back, I had to wax it off again. Yeah. And we shot the pilot. We did all of the running stuff. We went to Champs, shoot a piece of it at Champs. Um, this is the pilot now. This is the making. This is the thing that you don't see. Yeah. This is what the, 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 the financial um, companies would get. People that are going to support the film financially. So, after that now, a few years pass. Now, two years pass. Now, when two years pass, I'm like, John, no, this nah. this not happen. You know, this not happen. And, and at the same time, they're telling me to train. So, imagine you... Hmm. Hearing you just do a pilot for a film and then say keep training. That is you running every day, getting up, doing all of the exercising stuff, you know, getting yourself in tip top shape for the film. First, people don't understand about the acting, right? You, you're constantly working on yourself. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, every day. Show up. Yeah. You get up every morning, you run, you do your jog, yeah. you, you run the distance, come back, you do your, your push ups, everything, every single day yeah. for. For, well, not really every day, because you had a routine. So, yeah, yeah. So that was my routine for, for two years. And then after the, when the two years reached me, I mis, it kind of did a bit for say it not going to happen. I said, boy, it looked like it not going to happen. So I'm going to start taking my mind off it a little bit and then start coming and give me the good news. And I literally drop my phone and run down the road. I, I keep doing that. <laughs> You're tired. You can run Drop the phone. <laughs> Where I was standing uh, and run down the road. Yeah, and run, come back, pick up my phone and say, Thanks, bro. You know, that's yeah. this is great news. Yeah. I'm really happy that this is happening. Let's go, let's do it. And um by the time it got to those two years, um I had to still be training, but there there were several things that I needed to be training. In doing because it's a sprinting movie i was never an athlete like that in school mm -hmm. so the proper form technique in running 
all of those things would be instrumental in in ensuring that the, 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 the whole routine yeah yeah not 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 that the so that the film would be successful yeah you that this person who is running in this film is actually a runner yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's the believability factor you know so i wasn't like showing like the bold form you know like the, not, not even like bold like like i saw for i saw for like have in yes, yeah. Have yeah. Form, yeah yeah so i didn't have that so you know them start to say hmm, maybe not <laughs> but um um i was still training and them this they made a, an executive decision to recast the lead and make me the brother so when they were doing that now dale you know who you know people if you look at dale and you look at me we, we look alike you know it, yeah. It, yeah we have striking resemblance yeah, we have a striking resemblance. You know, people say the same tribe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the same tribe will come from. So, yeah. you know, they saw him and they were like, yeah, let's get to him. And he was already on social media doing a whole heap of shenanigans. He was like a very well-known viner. Yeah. Very well-known in the social media space as a youth that is doing these things. So, you know, it was like a no-brainer. People were like saying, yo, this makes sense. It's like a, a divine force brought it all together. Yeah. So, you know, when that happened, it was just like, yo, let's let's do this. This is this is magic happening before our eyes. So, yeah, um, Sprinter came. Sprinter happened. It took a while. And Ellie became the lead. But it worked out perfectly. I couldn't wish for it in any other way. I loved how it turned out, how everything turned out. Words can't express. I really love love how everything played out in the end. Yeah, it could definitely sit up chemistry. It, it definitely played out on screen because yeah. one thing for sure, it was believable. Yeah, the story was brother. believable. You was a big brother. And if I never chat to you after, I would have think, said, hello. Kendrick, I one of them banger, man. <laughs> but... <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> People have been to me, yo, is that you in real life? Is that... <laughs> nah, just no. like how their, their story resembled the movie. I wonder if you did really live it. Because we say, yo, you, you do the banger thing. And you don't have to confirm it. You have to speak clean image. You don't have to well, you know, you know, as I said before, is is my environment and it's it's familiar to me. Right. So yeah, yeah, of course. Not it. People say to me all the time, Kadima, you're going to always be doing gangster roles. I'm like, why not? You yeah. know, some of the times some of the times we are looking for opportunities to come and they they never come. They rarely come. The the roles that you want to come never come, man. Right. Yeah. I mean you can sit down and wait for this doctor role or this you know, this yeah. major producer roller, you're this major CIA agent, FBI, Tom yeah. Cruise kind of like a person where you're this suave, everybody love you and big love interest and this it just never comes. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. you know, for those opportunities. I keep myself prepared for, for those stereotypes. You know, they do come and people do want to see them and I will play any character to the best of my ability. And if they offer these roles to me, I am not going to turn them down. I love it. Love it. All right, then, Kenzie. So one more question before we go. Uh, what's next? What's in the pipeline? What can we see next from Kenzie? Or what, Wilson? 
Whoa. All right. So right now, let me just get Kenzie out the way. Um, right now, me and Serengeti working on a new EP project um, to be released this month. We just released the first song, um, Confident. Um, yeah. People have been giving me good energies on. June Bad. June Bad. Um, and we have a few more songs to, to come from that. And um, we're also doing videos for those songs as well. So people can look out for that and be excited about that because that is definitely coming. And um, But the, the, the real issue that we have now globally is this COVID thing. So COVID is, is delaying a lot of what was already pre-planned and production that I would have already been a part of. So I know that there would have been um, two projects that people, in terms of film projects, that I would have been a part of and people would have, could look forward to. But um, those have been put on pause. And um, I'm also um, in, on, in a TV show a few TV shows. People might know me from the one that I just did with Dela called. Yeah, Dela, yeah. In games. Mm -hmm. So Dela Harris, she wrote it. She wrote it and directed it and produced it. Um, TVJ, um, which is a a beautiful one that people should look out for as well. And there's another one that um that is coming up called. I don't want to even say the name because we don't even start <laughs> work because the COVID pause production. So. To even speak about it now, it's prematurely because we haven't done we're, we're the bulk of thing yeah. as yet. So you know that is to that to 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 really be honest with everyone, you would have to really just wait and see what happens with this COVID. Yeah. And when it lifts, we can definitely look forward to more films and more film opportunities for a lot of people because I see a lot of lot more people wanting to get into film, a lot more people wanting to get into acting, a lot more people reaching out to me saying to me, "Yo, Kadim, yo." How do we get into the auditions? How do we get to these places? Mm -hmm. uh, I can't really direct them anywhere because everything is on lockdown and shutdown now. So well, I understand that. But I'm sure those who logged in and logged into the show definitely got some information from the conversation right now. Kadim Wilson wants to thank you again, boss. Kenzie. Kenzie Music. Wait, let's boss. Oh, no, right now. Confident. Where them can hear confident right now? Yes, you can go over to Serengeti's YouTube mm -hmm. right now and you can watch the lyric video. Yeah. There's a video coming for that as well. You can look out for that. Yeah. And you can stream it on all major platforms. Uh, all sites for music, you can find it there. But Type Kenzik, K-E-N-Z-I-C, Confident, and you will find it. Yeah, all right. RG, little more. Bless up. You want bless up, Kadir. All right, guys, that was Kadim Wilson himself, a.k.a. Kenzie. You don't know, he was from Spring Talk. Uh, earlier, we spoke with uh, uh, Mr. Um, himself. And now we have the man himself. The Who man himself? What's going on? Where are you, G? Where are you? There? California. California. John. Yeah. Yeah, where are you now, right now, over there, sir? I don't want to see me. Let me see. No, sure. There are many people that see Baba. Out of the door, a bush. A bush. <laughs> bush with it. Bush with it. Jalo. Yeah. So, 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 so tell me what, what's going on in a Kelly right now. 
Um, we're just lucky now. We're also now okay. I'm gonna we have like basically the same like Jamaica in terms of most places closed up. Um, them start open up the place Friday. Not everywhere though, like curbside pick up on them from there. Uh, okay, okay. Yo, well, the first question I want to ask you though um, is I, I remember when I was at UA and them time the Twitter shot at me, I hear about Eddie Diviner, Eddie Diviner, and then I hear about Sprinter. The Twitter man. <laughs> Eddie Diviner. You know, you know what I mean? Like, two things I want to ask you. I, what, what I think has been really great is how you have rebranded yourself as Dale. Because even so. Yeah. They never said Eddie Devine, they said, Dale, 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 People used to make fun of me. My family used to make fun of me. Like, it would have been like, Ellie Diviner, come here. I mean, so, you know, <laughs> you know, in the name, so, you know. And, like, and then, and then it's like, Vine did stop. Yeah. Then this band Vine, and, but it just still around with it. And it wasn't my fear, say, yo, if people are going to, like, if people are going to follow me or whatever, when we change my name. Yeah. So, from my 23rd birthday, I say, yo, you know what? Sprinter will come out this year, so more than likely I'm gonna have a different diaspora of people that follow me. I did a plan to migrate, come to America and things. So I say if I'm gonna make a new start, I have to still keep my authenticity. Why not just put my name? Yeah, put your real name, yeah. yeah I'm gonna just lucky enough, cause Dale Elliot was taken, but my junior, so when I put the JR I see Instagram give me the tick for continue Man. and change my name. So I just change my name to Dale Elliot Junior. Yeah. So, what? How was the transition like from a Vine star? You don't know, cause you did a lead the whole Jamaican Vine movement during mm -hmm. that time. There, what was it like being taken seriously in a the big big film industry? What was that transition like? Why, to be honest, you know, me not really want to put it as a humble, but me as somebody were just kind of just well from anything. So mm -hmm. when. As anybody who knows me is like a normal person, so I look at anything as normal. I don't really like try to exaggerate or, or, or be like bigger than me actually is. So when I go, when I hear about like Vine and it, it stop, yeah, I say, all right, then Storm link me with the role and me the girl there, my audition. And I'm say, oh, tell him about yourself, tell him, and I'm say, oh, you know, we are going to do a movie. Similar to what you go through in terms of your mother being abroad and you having a background in track and field and them things. So when he contact me and tell me so me get the role, me never like over excited or nothing like that. To me, it was just like yo, me I get a chance to make some money. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was literally me. Yeah. So, so me just do the training. Me train. Me did a train the first day we shoot. You probably I never have no background training the first day. So the, the bold scene, yeah, yeah, bold scene that day we do a bag of running, but I never have no background training. Then they just link me and say, Yo, we have to go do this. Um, that day or that time here, and they just go there, go do it. May end up did like get muscle and track, drop, roll, 
It's Never. funny about the conversation we just have with Kadeem. It sounds like when they did actually go like chop chop <laughs> for even No, my man, I watch with Kadeem, but you see the thing is, my mind of Kadeem. Me did have back when I track and field. So okay. when Kadim did a trick, oh, okay, okay, me okay. never in a long waiting process like Kadim. Oh, you run a champs? Yeah. Oh, we used to run for Casey. Okay. So it's like when when Storm contacted me, for instance, Storm contacted me in like February. Mm -hmm. And then my addition in February, get rid of February, get rid of like March. And then me just said, I shoot in April. Wow. Cause him did have like the two the, the, the two year wait like when we are talking Me never have the wait there. Yeah. So, so, so how does it feel like this movie? I would say is basically an autobiography, so to speak. There's a track you you did track, and then mother they are firing. Your mother and your father they are firing. And you know how did it? Was there ever any scene you were shooting where you say yo? Jano, it's connecting you know, because I can relate to this so much. Where it's almost like you know, yeah. very much of your life. Yeah, whole heap of the scene them relate to man. Remember what the scene when it's like me I call my mother up on Skype and she not answer. Yeah. I said, Jano, oh yeah, all this man, oh me I go back at them place. I mean, you know, you know, long me that show them feelings. I mean, I use them yeah, feelings yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, even the part where it's like. Him, 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 him get the girl and him have sex with the girl and go tell everybody. Me, I said, Jesus Christ, we probably could deal. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to bring it in. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> now, nah, but, so, so, question. So, if, if only you bring that part up, is that scene, that, that f fabled scene with the grill. Everybody yeah. asked about it. I asked about it. Everybody in the live, that them are asked. We dropped the question on Twitter. The first, the, the first three questions mixed with the, the if Kensick single is Grillmaster. Yeah. Tell me about the grill. Yeah. How would that even come up? Was it something that one of owner did experience before? No was man. Um, Storm. 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 Write it and may I read the script and all right. See, oh, the free. thing is, we did supposed to read every, all of the script and we are practice the lines every day and them thing there. Yeah. But me can't even tell you when this when this is like when I'm the young. You know, me the immature, me never really the 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 level I want me to know. Mm -hmm. I know fair facts. Me, me critique myself all over the movie because I know say, at the time me never have no acting experience. Me know so I go through the motions and them thing there. So things when me did feel I was supposed to like I read the script thoroughly every single day. No, yeah, you, know, you never know that you did supposed to do. Me did supposed to do that, but yeah. me never do that. Do that all the time. Interesting. So it's like me, the man who used to just like read the night before and them thing there. But me did know about a grill scene from long before. So just so, see, I said, through the grill? So me did, I, me did I prepare myself to the grill scene from <laughs> from before. Because me I said, you know, this, this look like it's um, rough. Because like, trust me, man, when I sure I get direct, you know, and <laughs> your pants all pull long and... and, and <laughs> And the director make a say, yeah man, more more action, more action. You feel it, you feel it. <laughs> Cause while we are shooting, it's just star my director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man. Star my say, kiss her now, yeah man. Touch her now. Yeah man, you feel it, yeah. Push to the grill, push the grill, shake the grill a little bit, deal, man. But, but, but clearly all of that is necessary for it to come out and scream the way. You know, 
You know, saying all honesty, me never watch it yet. Yeah, wait, what? Yeah, the grill watched. scene. Yes. The grill scene, me never watch it. The grill scene. Uh, why, why not? You feel uncomfortable? Me never yet watch it. Every time me see like it, I go start me head down. I mean, you're the whole theater laugh. That, that's funny because people don't understand, you know, you know, just as how the average person is self-conscious of themselves, you know, you might get a little shy or something like that. Mm. Even actors themselves have that same emotions. Yeah. You yeah, are I'm telling not... us now that you and yourself never see the great master scene. Yo, me know when it starts. Me know when me reach. You see as, see as... The last thing I remember in a every the grill scene always is when me jump the back wall. Jump the fence. <laughs> you see when me jump the back wall, yeah, yeah. wall, wall down my head until me hear. When me at the theater, me hear. You know you don't must shake off the grill. <laughs> me I say, all right, it's soon done now. Then when me hear the music change, when me hear the music change, me always lift up my head and see say me I run and come out and jump the fence. So me not watch it none at all. And you tune back in, jeez, I'm good stuff. Yeah, man, that, 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 that bad. But you mentioned something in terms of your development as an actor. So, 2018, the movie came out, you know. How have you, would you say, you know, um, looking back at Sprinter, how have you developed as an actor? And, like, what exactly have you been doing to be better? When, uh, for, like, after Sprinter, Sprinter was my first. Remember, I never have no acting experience prior to Sprinter. Yeah. Um, like not at all. Every all of my acting experience I'm learning through Sprinter. If you watch the character and me as a person, I literally get acting experience through Sprinter. Like when when Sprinter just a start, to me, me, me feel like me acting at the end, the way better than the acting at the beginning. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is how me feel. Me feel like yo, yeah. when we watch the movie, I'll me here, bro, in a movie. <laughs> Yeah. Me, I'll get cause like after the little break, we did have a break and then we did have to go shoot at LA. When we when, before we shoot at LA, me I say, yo, me start got gym after me get bigger, me here get little taller, me start more mature. Like me I say, yo, brother, you have to really do this thing good, cause you can't, you know, you can't make your first movie be your last movie. Yeah, so, true. So Storm did make me Storm did kind of teach me a thing where I'm say like less is more. The the more you try act. More the, the the more the less you try act and the more you try get a really sort of the character in, in case of like your eyes and everything there, the more it will show up because the character Akim not really similar to me. I'm a very bold and outspoken. If you realize Akim is kind of like a shy, yeah, um, sure. oh, him yeah. learn, him, yeah. him observe and him learn as him go along and everything there. But me personally, me was the youth where yo, we're party there. Me one five girl, that was me in a real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like me did have to kinda of tone down my personality in a way. Mm, true. Just with I just something simple like the viewers them for the, for the thing you laugh, you know, but I never know certain things about acting when me just start like say yo everything and give me me have to wear it and them thing. Me used to me in a my my uniform pants did big in a movie. Yeah, when me I got Casey, my pants sharp like my last name is sharp. When me I got <laughs> so when me I wear big pants in I in I, me I said, Jano, I couldn't make me wear like one. Like one neater pants. Yeah. You know? Or me as me I look make me Kenzie tell him man. Me I say, oh, oh Kenzie can dress so fresh every day. Why me? 
Why me can't look fresh? Kendrick was a banger. <laughs> yeah, Kendrick had the banger and Kendrick fresh every day. Every day Kendrick fresh and him here always do. I and mean, I say, yo, just do my ear, you know? Make me look fresh. <laughs> so so it's it's interesting how your big break has also been like Yo. learning experience for you. What is what hold on, hold on. Yo, for, for guys who just tuning in right now, you're on the box lunch right now, we're talking about Sprinter with the cast themselves. Earlier we spoke with yeah, yeah, yeah. Calvin Wilson. I know we're talking to Dale Elliott Jr. himself. Yeah. And ensure you use the, the, the question box there. So if yeah. you have any questions for Dale, you can uh, drop a question to everybody excited. Grillmaster, through the grill. Yeah, yeah, man. So if you have any questions for Dale, you can drop it in the, in the box. Uh, question side section. So, yeah. So we're continuing the interview, Dale. So, yeah, yeah. So, so Sprint Off Woodset was your big break from Vine into the film industry. Yeah. Only was it uh, a breakthrough for you, but a large, a big learning experience for you. What is next for Dale Elliott Jr. on well, the big screen? So when Dale, when the shoot sprint and thing, I come I move to LA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I move to LA, I go to this uh, UCB comedy, I start the improv, become a passion is comedy. Mm -hmm. So like, like, I like to make people laugh. Makes sense. So, we moved come here and um, we did fortunate enough to end up staying with one of the producers them. So, we go UCB comedy comedy school, which is like an improv class. We like teach me more about acting and them things. Mm. Because... So, we did have to go get more acting experience. Me, there's a lot of things in a Jamaica where we wouldn't know if me never like, if me did come here, it best, it best me come here. Yeah. Looking at it that way, then because when I come here, I realize, oh, as an actor, you need headshots, as an actor, you need to be you need to have an agent, yeah. Um, you need to join different casting groups, you need to like meet these people and that people. And it's like when you're there, Jamaica, because it's such a small country, and the the the, the diaspora in terms of like acting in Jamaica is so small, mm -hmm. I believe that we as a people, we have so much like good actors. We can reach out. We have such a broad reach. It's just we feel like come out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I made it fortunate enough for like me, me, my father like filed for me and things. So I did have the opportunity. So when we finish UA, Mr. Dale is either you're gonna stay in Jamaica and then um just wait for the next world to come and go do like a regular nine to five or whatever, which me never really want to do. Wow be an actor from me do it and me see myself and me say yo deal you know say you can do this yeah and i, I just wanted to ask you know because um a lot of persons they, they even know that and i like how you casually mention it is that you just graduated last year from ue um, yeah what i know you're finishing up but what prompted you to be like yo here i'm going i could go and get a nine to five because i have my degree now so you're more attractive on the job market but why did you decide acting and not the route of, you know, a comfort zone, um, get a nine to five? Well, I just think, me, 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 me kind of make a name for myself where like drama and emptiness concerning a Jamaica because it's like me and make, it's on weird, me at 24 now, but like me and make videos and emptiness since me at 18 yeah. years old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, me, since me at 18 years old, so it's like, 
people literally grow with me from when my head ball yeah, the all the way up to now me have taller and emptiness so it's like me feel like if me need stop it would have be like a waste of time okay. like because you have in the industry yeah i'm i'm a believe like no i make a name for myself you see like how when a man think about like you must say paul camera you know walk and live talk and dead and you know like how every man have like them staple them are right like a man can say yo the jimmy cliff are they yeah. The Mad Max from Shutters are them can take out a specific line. Of my generation, me can say, all right, yeah, me are the, the green master of my generation. Green master himself. <laughs> yeah, every man make an impact. And me just believe me want to make a bigger impact than when they make already. Great. And I can and, tell you, and I said that to Storm, and I let you know, like, I enjoy the movie, but for me, the part that really connect. Was when yo as he got through the line and he said, "Mama, like that fucking is like wow, yeah, that you remember the girl, but that was so like such an emotional connection in the film, you know." I say yo, like I was like, "Cause this is not Ellie Divine, this is Dale Elliot you know?" Yeah. Exactly, a, a different. I was funny enough to when me actually meet my mother because sprinted sprinted the premiere in London. I'm really good at for meet my mother. Yeah. Uh, when we meet my mother, that scene with Storm, Storm did not talk to me, and Storm I say, "Yo, um, we need you for draw for some emotions. Where like how you that feel when you see your mother? Cause we go on you cry, and I may I tell him straight up, I say, "Yo, Storm, big man thing, me kind of not really have the emotion this thing because it lasts." Shout out to every mother, mothers there. Yeah, yeah. happy mothers, happy mothers. Yeah, so it's like in my mind. It's hard, it's it hard for me to draw the feelings when we never really have. Because I believe, like I said, it's gone. Mm -hmm. So, Stan, it show me a thing when I say, like, less is more and use your eyes and, you know, feel like bring me to that place. That when we never want to go yet, because I feel like I'm dashing them feeling there from me, I like it. Mm -hmm. So, and in reality, when I actually did meet my mother, when I visited, where you could have seen, like, my real true. I hold my steer. The first time I said to my mother, I said, I said, it's sharp. That's the first time I said to my mother, I said, I said, it's sharp. The Elliot Diviner. Yeah, my, my mother said, my mother said, oh, it's a bit. I said, where are you? It's my father. That I hold me steer as a per, like, as a person. So even, you know, the movie, the real deal would have probably Dark side, something like that. Say, so, yeah. what can I call on this? You know? Yeah. When me and I oh God, why did you leave me? I see myself. I look for uh, everybody as my personality. Uh, I said, I said, why did you leave me? Ah, uh, boy. <laughs> but acting wise, me know if you get this up. And me only believe, me did start believing in myself, like, say, yo, you know, you really can do this. When me see, say, people, Believe like if you sit down in a if you sit down in our theater and see people are ball both emotions when me a draw for them when me, where in a my mind me feel like and it's foolishness me I do like in a my mind me feel like me sometimes when me tell me I say John me I want let me I let down everybody because I how me feel like me not feel like me I get it me not feel like me I do it the right way but when me see how me draw emotion out of people me realize no man brother Hey boy, you can do this, you know. Yeah, no, de definitely.
people are connected to the characters from the get-go. You know, um, it's interesting you would feel that way, but that's... No, that is just that is just that is just me in terms of judge everybody gets to judge themselves. I see because I in my first project. Yeah. May I judge you're myself. As your first project. Yeah, me me, me, me did I judge myself like proper judgment. I say, yo dear, I hope this good or you know me, I hope people like it and everything there. But yeah, but alright Dale, um so we're gonna start going to some of the questions with some of the viewers. Um right now you say you in LA. Um, after coming off a sprinter, what kind of movie you see or you want to do next? All right. Um, personally, I like drama films. Hmm. Any anything where can get like an emotion out of me. Hmm. I like drama film. I just believe you know, like a Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, so the man, so the man is serious. Who, yeah. who are some of the people you look up to right now in the the film industry? Uh, actors. Yeah. Um. Chadwick Boseman, uh, Will Smith, naturally, only no no brainer. Michael B. Jordan, Denzel. I look up to people where when me when me I watch them, it's like me no know say them. Interesting. It's like you know say Will Smith, but when you see him take on a character, yeah, say no man. Yeah. You, you, you feel like he's a different person, and that I might hear me believe say any any character me do after this. You're supposed to know say me, but you're supposed to like put oh, a different face yeah. to me. Yeah. And I don't know what me do with Sprinter in terms of Akeem Sharp and Dale Elliott. Definitely. Mm. Definitely. What what was the hardest part for you as a lead role? Um just adjusting in terms of listening to, to... remember say it was my first experience with acting on on Atalana. So it's like by me have a I feel like wake up. 4 30 in the morning, may I run, never see me, may I run, and then all of a sudden I have to change from running to crying, and then I have to change from happy. Then I'm happy for that scene, and then five, ten minutes after I have to start again, and I have to do one thing all 15, 20 times. Yeah, no, but there was perks, there was food, and there was people carrying me. Oh, yes. You want something to drink? Well, I get star treatment. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, as I say, I was so oblivious to the to, to, to the importance of the movie, like, you know, the first week or two weeks. Mm. When, am I phone me while you was mobile? Me, I said, I wonder why I'm on Instagram right now. I'm sitting in the trailer when them for ready for me. And that was, that was just me, you know, like, the first stages because, to be honest, me never know better. Yeah, yeah. I never know better. I'm, I'm more along the line. So I'm so happy for Kadeem and Chantal and David. Because them really say, yo, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, brother, this is what we are do, And we need to make it work. I see like, oh, you see, Kadeem, like, Kadeem is a man, you know. Kadeem will come to me and Kadeem will come in the room and Kadeem will say, yo, yo, you're a star. Wait, man. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. a big star. I said, yo, you know, see, I really think them man, they are telling me that, you know. They're, they're yeah. necessary. People yeah. don't understand the, the, the value. You need, the you need to have people around you where why you do good. Yeah. Where why you do good and like sure you say, yo, this is how you have to do it. That's what you call good vibes. So so right now for Dale, one more question. What are your next goals? My next goal um, is for learn, uh, I need to learn a next role. But mm -hmm. more than a role where 
where we can reach a wider diaspora of people. So it's like, I love Jamaica, and, 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 but I want to do a rule where it's like, with the everywhere, uh, everybody has see it. And, and, and I want to say, oh, I'm a Jamaican night. Me not, me, me, I don't want only the Jamaican girls. Yeah. I wish I can get a movie where people think me are American because them, them always care American people and yeah. the Jamaican roles. So, in a take nothing for them just go cast one Jamaican youth to talk American roles. I, I feel that is perfectly fine, to be honest. Yeah. Me need, yeah, so I want to learn a role where it's like, I want to cement myself. I want, it's like how people talk about I want to be legend, yeah, man. I don't want to just be the regular youth. Me want man look back like say, yo, youth. To the top. We are dealing with it confident. Yeah. That, that's how I want to be. Uh, that me I work for. Yeah. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, and, and the last question we'll take from um, our viewers is, by the way, the last part where I say, huge fan of you, love you, Dale. Uh, we have about several other comments along those lines. Someone even asking, are you single? She said she wants to slide in her DM. Um, but yeah, ladies, you can slide in the DM if you want. Uh, uh, um, but but the, the question is, how did you feel started um, when, when you started filming yourself on Vine? Because even if like now through COVID, a lot of people going on live. How was that experience for you? And you know, what words of encouragement do you have with anyone who may have just a little I, uh, um, goal of one day going to acting? What would you say as somebody that got their big break? Mm. How do you well, start and any advice? First of all, as it relates to how I feel when I start Vine, I don't only used to make Vines because I didn't have CXC at the time. And it was just, I used to just watch Vine at night time. And my grandmother used to miserable. So I used to say, oh, I wonder if I'm alone, I go through them things with my grandmother. So I used to just mimic my grandmother every single night and post it. Until I realize say you want me alone, I go through it. So I know shout out to Miss Pat. You know? Mother's Day, Miss Pat. So, <laughs> uh, still Mother's Day. So me used to just take away, take all things out of my life and then put it by a vine until I realize it's target. Funny, it's funny, but my personality is is confident. So it's like if somebody tell me see if somebody tell me say oh just Oh, 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 the best way I'm putting off. Nobody can tell me something. Mm -hmm. True, which is right, which is right. None at all. And me, like when people straight forward, say, I'm do something and it's not worth it. Just tell me it's not worth it. I'm going to find a way I can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Change it. Uh, uh, next week. So it's like, you have to be confident. Yeah. Um, and me as somebody, me would say, I'm confident, but me like, when I do something, me, the work after the feedback when I get, me not stop. And if me believe so me can do it, me not stop do it. Me not care if I fool in which me I do. So you have to have confidence in yourself. So anybody will feel like them want to make it or anything. You know, you need people, you know. But the first thing you need is your phone. You can't shoot yourself. You can do your own thing until the better come. As Stam did I say, when Stam found me on Instagram. Stam found me on Instagram. And at the end of the day, People have created them own content. So you, for instance, you say you want to be an actor, but at the end of the day, it's not easy to learn a role. Because I don't know when I land my next role. I just hope I get the next role. But 
me still have create content. Yeah. You go on my Instagram, you see what me I do every day. You have to do what you can do within your. You have your, to do what you can do with the little space where you have, and don't be afraid to just come out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Because my comfort zone was Jamaica. I was quite fine with knowing, say, oh yeah, me I make the video them and when me go them let me now one two party free because them know my face and you know, mm. me, me did all right with that. But at the end of the day, it's like, you you gotta, yeah, it's like you gotta stay, yes yeah, sir. Mm -hmm. Or you gotta try. Why I can get more out of this. Yeah, and a diamond, a pressure make diamond, you know. So if me put myself under certain situation, me can make it. Love yeah. that pressure. I mean, I'm, I'm in that top. I'm in make it, huh? God, see, I know. And you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. <laughs> now, here, <laughs> Nadia, we here on the box lunch try to find stories that follow this type of theme where, you know, you don't have to be in a perfect situation to make something of yourself. Because the Jamaican story itself is one of wonder and beating the odds. Mm -hmm. And put your work in. So we just want to say thank you as a fellow Jamaican boss. Mm -hmm. When I say my watch sprint, I'm going to say, oh, Jano, I feel represented in this show. And I just want to say, oh, thank you for being the lead actor that for making me feel that type of way. Yeah. And as every other Jamaican in the diaspora, on behalf of them, I just say, oh, we're proud of what Jamaican Jamaica and Jamaicans are putting out bars. Yes. And, and definitely, you, you are inspiring so many people. Persons who are just doing it, they don't know when the next opportunity coming. But, you know, you make your own luck, but as long as you are prepared. And, you know... Yeah, and you have to put yourself in another position. Definitely, exactly. And, and, and I will end by saying, for sure, I appreciate the fact that even though your brand has shifted from Ellie Diviner to Dale Elliott Jr., the actor uh, uh, and social media star, you remain true to yourself and people rate that about you. Yeah. You're real, you're brand authentic, and we're just proud of where you are and keep, you know, waving the Jamaica flag high. Yeah, man. Yeah, I will, I will look forward to the next interview, yeah, for the man. next show. For the next big movie. You know? All right, sir. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man. All the best, May I look forward to Big up for yourself. Later. Uh, all right, G. Later. Yeah. yes so everyone um if you're not already following ensure just go on the box lunch page the box lunch pod just go ahead and follow um this was a really well, it's a really yeah. good episode storm kenzie dale yeah because yeah. yo i haven't heard of a bigger movie i haven't felt this way type about a movie since shutters and sprinter is the shutters of this generation right now we want to thank Give thanks to the director and the cast members for coming on to the Boston's right now. Talking yeah. about the Jamaican film industry, what they have coming up next, and just giving their insights into the making of Sprint. Sprint up. Yeah, man. Remember, follow the page because uh, this is our last episode for this season. Yes. And come next week, we're going to start season two. Um, we have some announcement to make, but we leave that for next yes. week because we have to tie the the business side of things but we yeah. just want to say a huge thank you to everyone we have some really excited guests Ooh, tan tan yeah we have some really excited uh exciting guests um that's gonna come on board but 
follow the page. You know, you have to follow our IG mm -hmm. page, our Twitter page, and also we're on YouTube as well and other platform in terms of um, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, you know, for, and SoundCloud as well. So ensure that you follow so you know, you know what's next. And you can drop below in terms of the comment section, who do you think we should interview next? Who do we need to have on the box lunch? Yeah, well, who, who you guys would love to hear yeah. us interview and let us pick their brain. Because, yeah. you know, this is the box lunch, the home for food for thought and words of nourishment. You know, we like to have stimulating conversations and, you know, insights into things we're not used to and don't have that much much information about myself and ib are here in dc a part of the jamaican diaspora but we represent the greater caribbean as well as black community and we talk about stuff that are important to us and you the listeners knees them shaking sweat is dropping expectations horrors watching weight is falling on my shoulders please lord make this all be over looking at this roller coaster riders for my life with all these ups and downs these wins and losses all these girls and all this blasting stands and filled with people who don't overstand my pain all them telling me Step a foot outside the lane But when your mama's leaving Pops is hurt but hiding feelings On the surface Feeling like my life is worthless What's my meaning, what's my purpose Even if I win this race The emptiness is still in place I need something to fill this space But if I lose I make this race So nobody can say them train Harder than me, run farther than me Rastafari I lead Wake up a man in a quarter to three And a sounds man I read Fall from my knees and I pray to the Father to watch over me Cause the wolves and the vultures I watch overseas And I dangle a big bag of cash over me Them can't buy me out Nobody can use not try me out Me do this for me and my family And them get me to the finish line, you know Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah